Hello and welcome to We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. Today is June 25th. We just listened to the episode and After Hours. And my name is Mike. I'm here with my co-host Carl Cortez out in Philly. Carl, how we doing this week? Just peachy, Mike. How's everything in New York? I'm good. Peachy is Carl's phrase that he likes to use about his how he's feeling, which is nice. I just ordered some peaches online from Georgia, which is a weird thing to do, but you can like order produce from different parts of the world. I did that this week, um, which is just something I thought I'd mention because you said Peachy. Uh, we have a special guest this week. We have Ellie from last week. She was on After Hours and... She was a hit with, with, with the guys, and um, Tim had said, you know, we should replace Carl with Ellie. And I said, you know what? I'll give her a try. I'll give her a call. Let's see what's up with Ellie. So we got in contact with Ellie, and here she is, Ellie, live from camping somewhere. Ellie, how you doing? Where you at? What's going on? Hi. Um, <laughs> I'm not a replacement for anyone, obviously. Um, yeah, we're camping here in a place called RZ. Uh, what was it called? Bar camp? I don't know. It's somewhere in California, and it's very hot. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me on here, and it's great to meet you, Mike and Carl. Yeah, so, Ellie, you, um, your connection to this world is uh, you're obviously a big fan, and you most recently spent some of this quarantine time drawing a whole Beef House series of comics fan fiction style stuff. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? That's pretty cool. I, I saw some. Well, I'm obviously obsessed with the television show Beef House, as should everybody else, because it's amazing. And if you haven't, have you and Carl seen it? I just watched the finale the other day. Yes. So I am all beefed out. Um, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, it was different. Um, being heavy into that Tim and Eric universe and then going to bedtime stories, like even the second season of bedtime stories I had to adjust to. But what I like about Beef House is how if you've seen any sitcom in the 90s or the 2000s, you can jump into Beef House and understand what's going on. It's not as if you have to understand <laughs> the Tim and Eric universe or that humor to get a hold of Beef House and the humor or the comedy behind sitcoms that have come out yeah i agree i think it helps if you have some knowledge of that other stuff but <laughs> uh so ellie tell us about your comic you you were so inspired you love the show so much um that what'd you go and do okay uh obviously love beef house and every episode that came out in the beginning i did a corresponding comic to go with each episode and then um, when the shows were over, because there's only six, unfortunately, for everybody, because it's a great show, um, I, uh, I started to make a fan fiction comic, which I didn't know how it would be taken by Tim and Eric, but they seemed to really like it, and I love drawing it. So I'm obviously obsessed. i obviously obsessed with um, Office Hours Live. It's been my, like, shining light during the week, um, as I'm sure it is for you two. Uh, yeah, I mean, it became a must listen or must watch kind of TV for me, uh, obviously some, some months back where I was like, you know, when you're, you're sitting at home during all this and, you know, there's not much to look forward to. And, uh, yeah, that's when this show became, it was always very important to me, but it became like when they started stepping it up and after the hundredth episode and everything, it just was just a new thing that I was thought was so deserving of a little chat about. So how can we get the uh, the comic, Ellie? Oh, you can just see it on Instagram. Um, my name is, on, on Instagram is just Ellie, E-L-L-I-E, Heydu, H-A-J-D-U. And if you want to check it out, it's, you know, it's really just for fun. I'm not trying to sell anything. And anyone who just likes the show, wants to yeah. see comic, enjoy. You're not trying, you're not trying to print it and distribute it at all? No, I mean, my only wish my only hope whatever was that maybe they would want to write the comic for me because I get kind of sick of writing them myself. I'm not that great. I'm not, I'm not a writer. So if they wanted uh -huh. to write it, that would be great. But other than that, it's really just for fun. There's nothing to, there's not that much to do right now at home. So it was really just a fun yeah. thing. And yeah, but thanks for asking about it. 
It's like a doodle turned into something a little more serious. Yeah. yeah? Exactly. Exactly. Well, you should uh, you should print some of the the you know some of the panels or some of the the you know they're kind of like one sheets where you can kind of get the whole they're like comic strips sort of so yeah you should print them or, or offer them um, anybody that checks out Ellie's stuff give her a message maybe she'll she'll make a print for you I don't know I'm just assuming but yeah sure for um, sure so very cool very cool uh, thanks for joining we're just gonna get into the show here and and. Feel free to uh, to jump in um, whenever. And uh, yeah, so the show kicked off. I had noticed um, this fun little intro thing that was there that I don't know if I noticed before. Maybe I've come on late before, but it was like a little circle that kind of was counting down like a, you know, like a loading screen. Yep. And then two of them. And then uh, there was like a one-minute countdown, and that was good. There was like some fun music back there that they talked about later on in, in After Hours, which I liked that music. I, I noted that. And then, bang, when they came on, pretty on time, like 102, 10.02, we got a full American get-up, uh, <laughs> a full July 4th celebration, um, and uh, everything was made up for the... <laughs> For the holiday, that's you know not till almost a week and a half away. So um, celebrating in advance w- since they're off next week. Yeah, yeah, celebrating in advance it was pretty fun. That was about they did a couple flyovers, but that was all they really did with the July Fourth bit. Um, was the the outfits and the uh, the, the set dress? What did you guys think? Were you guys surprised when you saw the? Were you excited? I was excited. I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna have like some you know kind of specialty type episode or something because they were all dressed up, but it seemed like. I love really Tim's hat. I love how it says jumbo tie on the tie. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone in the background has something going on with either flags or their outfits on point with red, white, and blue. Uh, cool opening was into it and it wasn't over like drawn out. I thought it was just a nice way to say 4th of July is coming up. Uh-huh. Um, Ellie, were you excited when you saw the boys uh, with that much energy and American spirit? Yeah, there was like an explosion in your eyes of <laughs> of American flags and stuff. And I was like, wow, like they did it all the way. And it looked great. I, I obviously a visual person and I loved, mm. I loved the way it looked. It was pretty funny. I really, I, I definitely enjoyed all the visuals. Okay. Um, I didn't really hear your take. I heard just the end, but we're just going to leave. We're just going to leave this because we can't stop every time we have a little breakup so you're recording i'll hear it all in the uh <laughs> when we edit it together and it'll be a surprise some of the things that you're saying so you can feel free you could throw in some things that maybe um you know that you wouldn't want to say to our faces and we because sometimes we won't hear it and then you know like it would be funny for us to you want to trash some, talk and yeah if you can trash talk we, we don't yeah. hear you that well That's we can get some good. coded messages later when i'm editing this i could be like speaking of trash talk i heard last week that you guys didn't like my pun uh, I mean, I personally thought your pun was a little weak, but that's fine. I mean, I have pun opinions. If you want, if you're gonna, if you're gonna drop a pun on there, he's got a pun you know, opinions. Yeah. I think that, I think that sometimes, the pun uh, guidelines have kind of been set by those guys. So I know it is actually a a pun. Yours was kind of like a play on words sort of a thing. They usually try to, uh, you know, it was like a combo, like. You know, you replaced a word. It was okay. I, I said it was okay. You know what I mean? It was nothing. I was gonna. I wasn't gonna go like sp- spreading that pun. Like, wow, that was a good one. It definitely wasn't gonna be mentioned as right. one of the best puns of the show. It was all right. So you got to take it, Ellie. This is the this is the I'll way it goes. It. A recap show. I'll Everything gets uh, critically addressed. Um, so we have the kits. Uh, they mentioned that the bowel is being raffled off. Yeah, I thought Tim. Tim before that during the open he did this. He had a new thing he said where he was sticking his face in the camera, uh, which I thought was funny um, that he pointed it out. Um, he's going to Montana next week, which is um, why they'll be off. Uh, and then I also had the solo years, which I didn't I didn't know. Maybe they've mentioned that in a post somewhere. I didn't know they were continuing I don't think so. with the I solo think years. Was that the announcement of that? I, I, d- I didn't know. I think they mentioned that it was a possibility, but I don't believe I saw it in writing. So it appears that they're the working date. on the Solo Years podcast, which is a pol- podcast follow-up to the the Let It Be 
um, please, please let it be podcast that they did uh, that I didn't listen to. I'm not going to lie. Um, I just oh. only have so I much time for please, all this please stuff. Please let it be. Can I Carl, you like here? it, right? I, yeah. I love it. Do you, do you listen to it, Carl? I listened to part of one episode. I'm kind of picky with, or not so much picky, but I know which Beatles albums I'm like cognizant of and know a bit about. Um, and just from personal interests, like if I had to pick between something from the earlier years and Sgt. Peppers, I'm going to go with Sgt. Peppers. So um, I know that it started early and it ended late in their uh, career discography. Um, it's definitely something right? I could go back and listen to, but I didn't pick up on it super early and I kind of let it stay on the internet. I know it's there. Maybe I'll pick it up one day. I love Please Please Let It Be. I listened to every episode and I enjoyed it so much. It was, I possibly, is it, um, yes? Is it real fun? Is it like, a, a, are they doing it real seriously or is it pretty funny or is there a lot of ball busting? They make, like, jokes, I'm just they make jokes. They do impressions of the Beatles. Actually, um, I would say that Tim's impression of Paul McCartney is like perfect and great. They did this whole okay. bit where like the Beatles are always saying, oh, it just happened. It happened. It happened. And I just thought it was uh -huh. really funny because they're always talking like that. Um, they just did really good impressions and talking about each song and then they play the songs. I just love, I, yeah, I just, okay. Yeah. I just loved it. I, they have, they had done a, a fair bit of Beatles talk on this podcast over the years. Uh, so it makes sense that they just straight up did a, a separate podcast, even though Beatles still creep their way into almost every show. Um, so yeah, maybe someday if I run out of things to listen to, I'll, I'll give it a crack. I'm, um yeah so you had mentioned carl the bowel uh being raffled off did you guys enter the raffle no but i like how they switched it up where it's not going to the highest bidder and it's just going in as a raffle i think that's a brilliant yeah, move because at some point you have to ask yourself what am i going to do with this circular prop in my house I honestly didn't know about how it was going, but then when he explained it, he's like, oh, yeah, I thought it was just a normal auction. I was like, well, you know, unfortunately, I'm not going to be I'm not that interested in getting a bowel. But then when he explained it on the show, I went on and did it on Venmo and sent the ten dollars. And there was a weird thing that it it sent me a message that said, enter Tim's phone number, uh, like the last four digits of Tim's phone number. And I was like, huh? And then it clicked in my brain that like last week. Tim had posted something about his phone number. I thought it was a bit and I just wasn't, I didn't know what was going on, but yeah, he posted on, on Twitter, the last four digits of his phone number, because you can't Venmo somebody money unless you know them. They, they think it's a scam or something. I think because the name of the place you were sending it was Tim's charity auction or something. So, uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, and, uh, so yeah, Ellie, did you, did you know about the ball? Are you a big um, Tim and Eric I, Awesome Show fan? Oh yeah, I'm an awesome. Sh I love that. I obviously love that show. I guess I love all their stuff. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess there's nothing that I don't that yeah. I don't like. I actually am a really big fan of Our mm -hmm. Bodies. I don't know if you've seen that one. I, I'm like a big Our Bodies person. Like if I'm yeah, the channel sad or something, I just five. want to put on Our Bodies. Uh huh. Yeah, but, that's the, that's the deep stuff. The Channel Five stuff. I I've watched some of that. I didn't get to everything um, on there because it was. Is it all on demand now? I wonder, do you just like, I remember when it first started, you had to like just tune, you had to actually tune in on a specific time I to see the episodes. I think you can see it on the Adult Swim app. Yeah, that's where the Channel 5 was like running live, um, but I should probably know that. But yeah, that's all, that's all really good stuff, really good content there. Um, they talked a little bit about George Harrison, the, the music uh, algorithm thing on, on Apple Music. Tim saving the day by pointing out that you can't find George Harrison's records. Um, nothing really to mention there. I use Spotify. I don't use Apple Music. Um, you guys use Apple Music? You think it's easy to Tim save your lives there? I do Spotify. Spotify. Ellie, Spotify, Spotify or yeah, Apple Spot Music? Yeah, definitely Spotify. Um, yeah. So, Tim, if you want a cleaner experience, just jump over to Spotify. I think George Harrison's records are clearly marked, and you won't have that kind of problem. Apple's trash when it comes to that. City of the day, um, city of the day, <laughs> uh, was funny. Um, I, I noted that 
Tim was like, City of the Day, and he turned around, and they like didn't have that song ready to go. <laughs> yeah. um, and now I'm like a junkie for that song. I'm like, give me that song. I'm like, I, I love that song so much. So I'm waiting for song. it to pop. Yeah. City of the Day. Um, so, yeah, we're back to... Um, all right, we, we, me and Carl talked about this last week a little bit, and I think it's very clear what's going on now. We talked about City of the Day, the sponsor that they pick. How are they doing it? Are they improving it? Who's coming up with it? It was clearly a collaboration, it seems like, because they had did this bit about the Jacobian Myers Ice Cream Company, which was a law firm kind of uh, pun-filled ice cream brand uh, with all these funny... Uh, it just seemed like they... I don't know... Obviously, somebody came up with that idea, and then they all kind of got into it. And Doug kind of gave it away later when uh, Vic kind of went on a solo, th- like, "Oh, they sent me some ice cream," and he kind of added some more flavors that Tim read off. But it was clear Tim read a bunch of them, so there is something that's written there. And um, then Doug said, "You know, I didn't know we were doing solo things. I, I wrote a bunch of those uh, earlier ones." So. Seems like they have an idea that they kick around and maybe everybody adds something to it and they put it together. But I'm glad the mystery is solved. Me and me and Carl were discussing that last week. Ellie, what do you think of these City of the Day sponsors? Oh. Fun for you? I don't know about the sponsors, but I was listening back to an old episode where they were doing a... I don't know if you listened to this one, where they were doing an advertisement for a bowling ball company. Do you remember that one? Ellie, Ellie, we do a recap podcast of the show. Oh, sorry. Uh, so okay, just so this you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go Yeah, back. we listen to that one. Uh, no, I know, oh, no, that, I'm sorry. I'm just bussing. I love them. I think these, fa- I love them. I think it's a big part of the podcast world, these advertisements that happen. And I think it's a great little bit they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I meant the bowling ball one. This is what's happened. The bowling ball one seemed believable. Right. Like it seemed like it was a little <laughs> bit on that line still where it was like, is there really a bowling ball? Like custom bowling balls to me was funny because it was real close to something real. Yeah. And over the weeks, yeah. it's gotten more and more absurd. Uh, and, you know, me and Carl were kind of wondering what that, you know, what that all meant. But they had so you guys many good d- ice cream puns in this. one. I wrote. Yeah, I wrote down. Um, uh, I just started writing them down because I was like, damn, there's a lot. Um uh, the Electric Cherry, uh, Rum Raisin and Objection, and Jury Garcia. Jury of and your peers. Uh, no, Jury of your pears. Uh, yeah. Solitary <laughs> Confinement. Crookie and Cream. Rainbow Pervert was the one that, uh, <laughs> which is That's just a sherbet. You know, like I, that. That was Vicks. That was just kind of. Uh, that was a little. That's a little much, but that's that one was probably made me laugh the most. Um, I wrote one down in the uh, chat that I made up called "Rue Behind Bars Pie." Rue Behind Bars Pie. Behind okay, bars. Yeah, Rue. Yeah, Rue Barb. Yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> stretch. That's a stretch. That's like Ellie's pun. Um, oh. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Tim told this really. I don't know why he, he got. He went down this path of telling this drunk driving story, and I was kind of like, Ugh, "This is a uh, you know, this is a cringy thing about you know drunk driving." I just assume that a lot of people in their lives maybe know somebody or something close to them that's traumatic and terrible. Yeah. Uh, so drunk driving stories. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not the hilarious way to go. But you know, I, I thought it was it. interesting. He said he was drunk driving on a highway in Philly because there's really only like two. And if you're living in Philly proper, then there's no need to yeah. get on the highway. I don't know if he thought that out too much. We got to the city of the day. The code. Finally, they actually mentioned the city. It took him about ten minutes to even yeah. get to it. <laughs> El Cajon, California. Uh, the code breaker was ready to come on, um, which is still funny. I know, like I said, I think I'm pretty sure I know the code, and um, we don't want to we don't want to give away the code on here. Maybe we do. I don't know. Ellie, do you have any uh, interest in the city of the day code? Have you been following that? Uh, no, I don't actually. I'm not sure about that one. I don't know what what I must have missed it. You know, the, during the show, I I sometimes my kids come in and I must have missed this piece. So yeah, go ahead. Basically, the the city of the day. Every week, there's a different city, and it's like, why are they choosing these cities? Like, you, there's a is there a reason for you know, rhyme or any rhyme or reason? Because they're not really funny on their own. They're just names of random cities. So there is somebody online that has a city of the day uh, Twitter account that's just like tweets the city of the day every 
week, you know, which is kind of weird. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> they messaged me directly and said, this is the code. This is what it is. And I was like, huh. Oh. So here's a prediction. If my code is right, next week's city of the day will be Chico, California. What? Okay? What is the code? I'm not going to tell you the code. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, it, but, and I could be wrong because I think there's some... I can't explain why, but it's it could be Chico, California. If I'm wrong next week and it, the weeks, code is yeah. not re- the code is not um, released, I will explain what the hell's going on. Does it Until matter then, that that next episode's not for two weeks? Does that throw the algorithm off at all? Uh, it it shouldn't. It shouldn't throw the uh, shouldn't throw the algorithm off. But um, yeah, we'll see. Um, then That's we get to so the dropping of the drop vote. Um. What did you guys, did you guys participate in this dropping of the drop? Uh, yeah, I voted for the police sirens. I voted for the, um, just to be involved, I really didn't want them to drop any drops. I voted for the El Pacino one, which I didn't remember, and I was like, well, that seems like maybe that's offensive to somebody, maybe. So I was like, that one maybe get rid of. Um, but I, I actually wrote uh, on the Twitter, I replied and said, you know what, I want to hear more of sort of a rough crowd drop. That's what I, I don't want to vote for something out. I want to add one that I used to like coming back. And I'm wondering if somebody heard it because right in the middle of this whole bit, somebody, I don't even know who does that bit. I think it's, think it's Doug. Somebody threw in the rough crowd <laughs> uh, drop in the middle of all this drop talk. Um, Ellie, did you vote for a drop? I did. I, unfortunately, I also really didn't want to vote for any of them, but I did. I voted for the, uh, the, the whoop whoop the siren the siren yeah you know what the siren got a bad rap because it was so damn loud for a couple weeks there it just was a it's too loud but um i i think the whoop whoop i don't know the whoop whoop makes me laugh I, i'm not gonna lie because it is you know kind of on the edge there but i mean um, they, it with the funeral of that they just started to use that one krs one song sound of the police which is pretty much a siren in itself yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if we're, I guess if we're trying to defund the police, maybe we should defund the police drops. Um, so I like it. I like the idea there. Um, somebody called up and said the "I'm like Dylan" should be dropped. That person is nuts if he thinks that. No, never. Um, well, the pickle drops. Use... The pickle drops. I don't know who would ever have said that those should have been dropped. That's just absurd. Uh, but in the end, the police siren got deleted from the system. So. No more police siren. That's good. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they added a drop of Tim saying, I'm like Bing Crosby. Uh-huh. Oh, it wasn't Bing Crosby. I think it was... Um... Yeah, David Crosby. Oh, David Crosby. David Crosby. Yeah. David Crosby. Yeah. Crosby. yeah, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? David Crosby. You know what I thought about these um, <laughs> about these drops is I was I thought, being who they are, they, they might just, if we all voted for the, the siren, they might just give us more siren, you know? That's that's the kind of thing that yeah, they I took it. They, happen. They were pretty honest about it. They stuck with it. Seems like he deleted it. So that's fun. Um, Tim got into that kind of led to Tim saying he saw another police brutality video that upset him, which is a daily thing these days, which is so terrible. Um, but <laughs> Doug jumped in with the suggestion of a modern <laughs> Batman type lasso. Uh which people were uh, people were busting Doug's balls in the chat room, saying we got a Joe Biden here, shoot him in the leg style uh, situation from Doug. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Doug's just kidding there, guys. Uh, a modern lasso, yeah, come on. Um, so take it easy, everybody. I thought it was funny. I liked uh, it. Yeah, I like the I like um, the um, my sink the visual that happened when I heard that. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, the um, my video goes out of sync sometimes because sometimes I have to pause it for other reasons. And uh, I had to like I had to um, refresh and I, I maybe missed a call in here. But um, I the next thing I have noted is the the girl in Brooklyn and where they talked about the, the fireworks and the, the conspiracy there. You guys got fireworks oh, yeah. where you are. I've had them every night. Going off, and I'm in South Philly. Oh yeah, Philly. we totally. It's been, it's been going on for like a week. It's so excessive, 
and unnecessary that I don't, I don't even know what to do about it. Ellie, how about yeah, you? You got yeah, fireworks? We fi- yeah, we had a lot of fireworks. It doesn't personally bother me that much. I, I, uh, you know, I don't have pets, and I liked when Tim was talking about what it did to his dog. Um, that pretty was pretty funny. But yeah, definitely lots extra fireworks this year. Yeah, my, the I'm staying somewhere with a dog. It's my parents' dog, and and I feel bad. The dog gets scared and goes and runs and hides and like. You know, he never does that for anything. You know, he's such a pain in the ass a lot of the time. But then, you know, these these fireworks go off and it's like so like everywhere in the country there's fireworks. It's insane. Like it's it's been going on for weeks, too. Um, And, you know, I think I just I agree with uh, (laughs) Tim said it's a sign of of low intelligence and he hates fireworks. Oh, yeah. And I, I like know, that. It's it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious, everybody. Anybody that's listening to this that's thinking about going and setting off fireworks, like give it a rest. Okay? It's it's done. They look the same as they did last year and the year before, and they still sound the same. Yeah, and you don't Nothing's ever changed. the ones that people are setting off aren't like big and colorful and nice. They're like a little shitty sparkle in the sky, if that. A lot of times they're just a loud noise. Yeah, it's very caveman. So, it's enough. very caveman. It's very I totally I agreed with that and I thought it was really funny when he said that about the low intelligence and the, and the yeah yeah it's it's nice and harsh which which is good so I'm, I'm sure there were plenty of people not plenty but i'm sure there's a handful of people listening at that exact moment that maybe had set off fireworks last night um they talk about kung flu i don't know if i want to get into it but jesus christ i don't want to go down That's a, a it's a, a funny, trump hole I, I highlighted on it because i just thought it was funny kung yeah flu. The the part that I thought was funny that's pretty offensive was Doug's joke. He's Tim was like, my mom, you know, even my mom was really upset, you know, because she's and Doug jumped in a black belt. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that made me LOL for sure. Um, I but liked, yeah, yeah, very gross. Yeah, I liked that. The, you liked I'm what? Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. I liked that. Um, I like that the, the caller was an Asian woman, and I really like that, that Tim wasn't afraid to just really, like, approach her and in a sensitive way. I really liked that. It was really, I was surprised that he did that, but in a good way. Like, we should have conversations like yes. that. We shouldn't shy away. We should stand in front of someone to their face and say, how does that make you feel? You know, and I really, I really admired that, actually. I really like the point you're making about um, Tim not being afraid uh, to bring that up. I didn't, it didn't catch me as something like, uh, you know, brave or whatever, but, but now that you mention it, it just, it seemed very much like the kind of thing Tim isn't ever afraid to do. Um, which is good. Cause that's these guys, you know, they, they kind of speak their mind and whether that's going to get, um, you know, shit on by somebody for some reason. I mean, I could, I could imagine somebody could spin that into Tim being, you know, um, not sensitive or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to ask the Asian person about the Kung flu. Like, um, you could see that being spun if somebody really wanted to. But uh, us fans know that he has the best of intentions. And it's a good way for somebody just to call out. I think the point of the whole thing was just to bring up, hey, reminder, this guy's a piece of shit. And um, it's always good to just remind people of why. And um, his point being like, you can't, there's no defense of this kind of thing. Nothing. There's nothing you can say to defend that. So, um, so good point there, Ellie. Uh, so then we had Megan uh, Koyster, or I don't, I don't know, I don't remember how you s- pronounce her name. Um, I think he said something like Keister. She had a lot of Keister. Keister. Megan Keister. Um, so yeah, she had a lot of energy. Um, holy shit! Right out of the gate, I. I was not familiar. I did do a little just like before the show kind of looked at her stuff to see what she was all about. And I, I saw just kind of more normal stand up stuff. I didn't, I didn't know, I don't know what she's really affiliated with or what, if she has some, I didn't know her shtick, I guess, but it was very quickly understood what her shtick was, which is just, yeah, a lot of energy, very funny. Um, they, I mean, there's so much. I, I noted a lot of, st- I noted a lot of stuff. Um, she did some stuff for Vice magazine and has some other stuff going on. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, they asked if she was wearing a gamer headset, and she said, 
she's a racist. Yeah, I thought that was. Hmm, I don't know about that. Con- I don't know about making that connection. Quick, quick Car- to Car- say something like that. That was. Yeah, Carl bold. might be a little offended by that. Are you wearing a gamer headset? Yeah, I'm a racist. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know about that one. But um. Uh, but flags in the flashlight was funny, and uh, yeah. didn't see it coming. The fuck Amazon. You know, Tim just said, just just go to the Nile. You know. Um. And then they got into the ninety-nine cent store bit, and uh, it was bringing a little. Bringing back the word bitch. Yeah, she called Tim a bitch. Bringing back the word. Called Tim a bitch. <laughs> I was a little taken aback by that. Well, yeah. she just seemed to like have so much, you know, that hyped-up energy that I was like, okay, okay, let's take it down a little bit. Reminded me of Jason Dill a little bit um, when I listened to him on the, the Poundcast. Just like, you know, maybe like, I don't know. Like sometimes somebody copes with. Um, I don't want to say nervousness, but they cope with being on something like that with like, er, just like aggression. And it seemed like um, that could have been that. But my impressions of her as a person um, is that I was thinking like if she was in my high school, what kind of a person would I feel? How would I feel towards her? And I thought, I, first of all, I'd be afraid. But then I'd also like mm. super admire her and like want to be her friend. Like she was probably super popular. And I thought, like, I'd be afraid of her, but I'd really want to be her friend. Like, she seems cool. Interesting. I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't think about if I would have known her in high school. I just, <laughs> uh, but that's an interesting way to think of it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe that's, um, yeah. So the, uh, she just, yeah, she seemed like she just, just a lot of energy. It was fun. I think it turned into a good fun interview and she fit the world with them i think just out of the gate it was a little like surprising from the audience you never know what somebody's going to be like on this show what kind of energy they're going to bring and since i knew nothing about her you know i just didn't you know just was kind of surprised at what she was just very sarcastic and very you know i'm not sure she said one serious thing the whole time i I, you know like i'm pretty sure she was just was on the whole time which is sometimes a little it didn't feel like a bit, though. I mean, she no, had it stuff didn't. to say, and she was sarcastic and funny yeah. and a little out there. But uh, uh-huh. it didn't feel like a, a staged back and forth between Tim and her. So no, I, I'd say good guess. If I had to rate it four out of five, entertaining. Do you give it a seven point three? Um, uh, I didn't know we were going to get into fractions. <laughs> we can do that. We're um, doing pitch. We're doing pitchfork ratings because it's something we talk okay. about sometimes. Or we but can do rotten tomatoes if, if that's your thing. <laughs> Tomato meter. Well, they said the um, people in the chat really liked her, and I was really curious what they were saying in the chat. Yeah. Um, well, I think just probably her energy. I mean, they they got into a bit about um, t- t- tearing down stand up, and it led to like Vic and Doug going nuts on the drops, and it was just this. It just got really chaotic for a minute where they were talking about like chunks and I got to get up and they're yes. using all this lingo yeah. from the stand up world that I'm sure for the two of them was very funny. Um, and I, I got a kick out of it, too. Uh, I'm wondering if if everybody else it was a little bit grating, but it, it, I like when the show just kind of goes completely off the rails. Um, a good line that came out of that was um, Tim saying you know, all these people that are trying, you know, trying so hard and working on their bit. He's like, I put no work into anything I do. <laughs> and this is what I get. And it's all genius. So that I thought that was funny. But I kind of see what he's saying, um, where like he's so prolific that just make stuff, just do stuff. Don't over, you know, beat yourself to death over your one bit. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, I like the point. I like the point there. Um and then he said, I do not see gender, color, age, or lips, which I thought which made <laughs> me laugh. Um, and then at one point he said, nobody suffers as much as him. And, uh, yeah, they did the bit about she, him, her being a kind of a guy's gal that, that she jumped on. And she added a lot. Every time there was something that, like, Tim threw out there, she was quick. She had something nice to say, which was good. Um uh, and yeah, the canceling of Paw Patrol, uh, wasn't canceled. Um, you know, Tim was happy about that. that Tim's mom just... stories are great whenever they come up. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's mom stories are good. I, I agree. Um, and yeah, they said at the end, basically they should maybe get Megan in the studio for, for a bit. And I thought, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, as today, adding some female energy to, uh, you know, 
<laughs> a white boy party is always a, a nice thing to hear, uh, you know, and that's definitely what they got going on over there. So I encourage it. I think we'd all be a fan of that. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. 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 Chicken yeah. carrier weight. Yeah. yeah. I um, think part of the flyover like, fun was next. I wonder how that would change the dynamic. It's really like it's like a boys clubhouse in there. I'm curious if she was actually in the room, what that would be like. But um, yeah, I, I, definitely I think like maybe to see it. I think maybe Tim was like she could handle it. I think th- I think they were saying I think they were, I think they were saying she if anybody yeah. could I see she yeah. could see she could roll with with what that they're doing. But I, yeah, I, I'm sure yeah. and I'm sure they don't want it to be as much of a boys' clubhouse as it sometimes is. Um, but I I'll, you know there's not a lot of like it's also intimidating. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a stern thing where there's a bunch of sex jokes and dick jokes. Like that's not that kind it's of not world a either, Howard so Stern type deal. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, the flyover bit, which they stole from us a couple weeks ago, where they're continuing to use it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, obviously. Uh, but that was really fun. They just just give the boys a reason to go crazy with the drops. You know, if you have to force in some sort of thing, um, you should almost do that on a on a weekly basis. Have some sort of dumb theme that the boys can go prep for, right? And get a bunch of fucking crazy drops that we haven't heard and then just rip for a minute or two. <laughs> I like that idea. Um, I'm just I'm just a fan. When you go drop crazy, it's a good break from like this, the talking, especially after a, a long interview. Um, so it's a good breather. I'm sure Carl agrees. Carl's a drop boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a drop boy? <laughs> I mean, how... how- yeah. Carl's he's a drop boy. He loves drops. He, he, Carl's into the drops. He he analyzes. I I am too, but I think Carl even like thinks about where they're from and Googles and stuff. He he does good work. Um No. All right. I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you always have some like good notes about drops. You're like hear somebody do a drop and you're like look finding where it is from. I mean, I don't oh, know. Maybe. I mean, I think I've only done that for one and there's one that I still I still want to find the origins yeah. of see you do okay so you care that's all i'm trying but to i say. wouldn't say i'm a drop boy I'm a drop man. <laughs> all right fine not a drop boy out of the drop boy crew i'll be by myself He's a little bit of um, a drop boy <laughs> so then we get to dom the deadhead um great which great this is fun this um, is one of my favorite calls in a long time strangely i i did i, I used a grateful dead song in the intro of last week's show because I know that it's just like a thing that Tim is, uh, you know, kind of, you know, cringy about. So I was just kind of throwing him a, just kind of throwing a jab his way in case he does listen, which I'm not sure if he actually does now after after listening today. But he might have listened a little bit. But basically, yes, this this ongoing Tim versus the Grateful Dead debate. Unfortunately, Dom, uh, I think Doug said it best earlier. He was like, is this worth discussing? Dom was nervous and he just didn't do a great job selling this this dead thing. Like I am a fan of the Grateful Dead. I'm not insane, but I am a fan of them and I just wasn't, you know, he just took a thing that could have maybe been a little more fun and kind of kind of bagged it in my opinion. What did you guys think? What is your opinions on the Grateful Dead? Anybody fans? You want to take uh, it first, I know Carl? Three songs. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. I know three songs. I was put onto them from my one friend who wore tie-dye that uh, I don't see as much anymore. <laughs> um, the whole bear thing, I don't know. I always see the bumper stickers and I'm like, oh yeah, like that band exists, but it's not on my radar. And I think it's uh, similar to what Tim's saying. It can be a little excessive with how long the songs go. I'm just jamming away. Yeah. It's enough for me, but I'm glad it's for somebody. Ellie, I'm gonna guess that I'm gonna guess that you maybe like the Grateful Dead. I like it just as much as Tim does, actually. I have to say, which he—I don't think he said he okay. doesn't like them. I think he has like a toler—he has a tolerable list, and he doesn't like the jamming. I think I'm on that that page. Right? Are you, you're not with that. You're with the jamming. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I, like, yeah, I'm I'm okay with certain ones, like. I don't like the idea. I don't love the idea of the Grateful Dead every single concert. There's a million concerts. And I think a little of it, you know, kind of gets lazy. Um, but there are certain times that they did that that are excellent things to listen to, in my opinion. There's great versions of songs that exist. 
But for me, it's not a home run every time you put on a Grateful Dead concert. A lot of times it's a fucking mess. So I actually prefer a lot of the studio Grateful Dead I've been getting into as a kind of a more of an adult boy these days. Um, this changes everything knowing that you like the Grateful Dead now. Yeah, it kind of changes everything yeah, for me I mean, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like a dead. I'm I mean, not I see like, this red button here that says leave the meeting, but uh, I'll stay a little bit longer. That's 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 harsh. No, that's I mean, cool. Um, um, hey, man, if that's what you're into, I would Casey never call Joan a show. Listen, I would never call a show and tell, you know, like, I think that, you know, it was, you know, in high school listening to um, The Grateful Dead and, and Fish and stuff like that. That was just something I grew up with. And, uh, I just, you know, I'm not ashamed. I, I like okay. it. I think some of it's good. I think go ahead, really Mike. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. So, um, <laughs> but I'm going to do it, guys. Like I'm going to do it. it. I like Tim's take on it. Yeah, I like that he has a playlist. I wrote that, yeah, Tim, if you're listening, share your playlist. I, wa- I want to hear your, I want to see your tolib- uh, Tolerable Dead playlist of 12 songs that are tolerable. Um, that's fun. I would like to see what songs there were. I think... Um, but uh, I liked how sure. much that guy was trying to push it on him. I thought that was really fun. Like that guy. I thought he f- did a bad job. I thought he did a bad job trying to sell. I was like, That's oh, true. God, this That's is not true. not a good job selling. I like Doug's idea of, you know, if you like musicianship, just listen to uh, the three tenors. Listen to, you know, why aren't you, uh, you know, Pavarotti guy? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Pavarotti. <laughs> uh, I wrote point. that this went on way too. This went on way too long. Tim got pissed. Later on, they said this was a Grateful Dead curse because the fucking Larry Charles uh, interview kind of <laughs> went to shit. <laughs> let's uh, let's just move to that. Um, yeah. Larry Charles, um, I'm assuming you guys have seen Curb and Seinfeld. I don't need to ask our um, you know immediate interact you know knowledge of Larry Charles. Yeah, if you he don't know those shows, then you know he also did what? Also did the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen movies and Religious. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a, he's a interesting guy. Um, the other Larry, I guess is, you know, maybe a way to think of him from these, uh, from those other shows, but, um, yeah, got a real interesting look. I don't think I've maybe, maybe I've only heard him talk a couple times before, but what a polite, nice man. Um, and, uh, really not, you know, not much of a jokester while on the, the, while on the interview, you know, he just wanted to talk about a nice gave a lot of nice compliments which as tim said um you know gonna make his head you know blow up but you know you can't deny it we're making a fucking podcast about the guy because we think he's so great so um yeah i, I mean obviously i agree with everything larry says about tim um they I've went never back saw and that. forth for so long and then we just hit the tech issues I know, I know. We were doing so well. We had a few weeks there of no tech issues, and then we shit the bed right in the middle of talking about Masked and Anonymous, which I hadn't seen, but it was um, the Grateful Dead curse uh, caused the uh, the stream to get, or the Zoom to get messed up. The Rotten uh, Cherry Garcia's. And, uh, and then they, um, <laughs> they played the Curb theme in there, which I thought was nice. They restarted. It was on their side, so don't feel bad. Um, uh Larry and uh I liked um <laughs> it was it was funny to watch them work through the frustration with they were doing drops and Tim was just like guys guys enough you know come on like this this sucks right now so uh it was kind of like a mellow mellow meltdown um but Mass and Anonymous I hadn't heard of it uh and I'm you know I have some people in my life that are huge Bob Dylan fans I'm not a, a huge Bob Dylan fan. Are you guys? Um, let's move on to Bob Dylan. Are we, do we like Bob Dylan? I love Bob Dylan. He's fine. I have a but, CD. Um, I like. Uh, yeah. Got a CD. He's fine. The times are changing. Maybe I should listen. Well, I love the fact that <laughs> my favorite moment was that obviously I don't think Larry Charles watches listens to um, Office Hours live, and he kept saying, "You know, you're a lot like Dylan." And I was, everybody there yeah. was like, you see, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think no, he knows I mean, yeah, I'm that, like that Dylan. A... I don't think he knows I'm like Dylan. Well, and, and he said, you're like Dylan. At, at one point, at one point, Tim turned around like, where the hell's the I'm like Dylan, Dylan drop, guys? <laughs> like, what, you guys are dropping the ball here. Like, 
uh, he turned around like, uh, hello, this is being <laughs> yeah, set up exactly. as it's never been set up <laughs> in the history of the show. Somebody who doesn't know about the drop saying that he's like Dylan, Dylan, a savant like Dylan. Um, so, yeah, no, that was good. Good to point that out. I noted that, too. Um, that was a but, yeah, did you know about this movie? Did you know about this movie, Mastin Anonymous? Was anybody going to check it out? I might check it out. Oh, is that the movie that they reference in... Um uh, that other in the that's the Bob D- that's the Bob Dylan movie that that you know Larry Charles kind of talked about directing Bob Dylan but all very fascinating it seemed like Tim was able to just ask some like you know questions as him being a fan of Bob Dylan and of Larry Charles just able to kind of you know, the sh- know that you movie. know the shoe was on the other foot for him where he's like oh tell me about what it was like to work with him you know just kind of more straightforward um, questions. I will watch that movie. And then Larry had some really... I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, I thought the the coolest point was that I... Something that I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take away from this was they said they, they wrote for a year and, 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 and Bob Dylan would occasionally say some crazy shit that didn't make sense and Larry would be like, sorry, that doesn't... You know, I don't know if anybody's going to understand that. And Dylan said, what's so bad about misunderstanding? And... Um, the point being, uh, and Larry Charles was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like that's, there is something there. Like let's, especially coming from a guy that they said, you know, people have been spent, you know, spending a lot of time trying to understand and, and fully understanding a lot of Bob Dylan's lyrics and stuff. It's something people do. So what's the problem with just, what's the time of problem with just working with some nonsense? Something, sometimes you can find something there. So, uh, that yeah, too. that's, it that was, was a really cool. nice interview. I, 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 I I like when they have, um, you know, a legit guy like this on there and they have a legit interview. It's uh, and it's a very good contrast to to Megan Keister, who was just, you know, kind of like on the whole time. And it was just kind of bonkers and crazy. This was like a low key. Nice. That's nice. in, in one episode when they can have kind of that both situations. Um, and uh, yeah, Tim had said that. I thought it was interesting to think about. He said he's committed to this, that this is his life. And um, I guess that made me think a little bit like, wow, that's that's so interesting that this guy has like kind of, uh, you know, come to that. I mean, obviously, this has been his career forever, but like what he's doing and what we're talking about right now and this guy's whole life and career is this kind of kooky, crazy stuff that you know, he's, <laughs> this is what he's going to do with his life. That's just kind of fascinating to me, especially to just like kind of point it out, which is it's a fairly obvious thing to point out. But I like when Tim kind of, um, you know, does point that stuff out. So, um, and they're going to make things, you know, that, that kind of led to a place where he's like, he's going to make things throughout his life that aren't very entertaining, that aren't good all the time. Like Dylan, Dylan, one of the best ever, you know, has records that people don't love. And, um, Tim said he fails every week on the show. I like that message. It's, uh, you know, uh, there's something um, to take away from that, in my opinion. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, yeah, I liked uh, that whole thing, too. And the whole Ellie, what did you think of that message? I liked that message, and I really liked um, him relating himself to Bob Dylan in that way. And, and I liked what Bob Dylan said about the misunderstanding. Oh. Ellie, I'm pretty sure, said she loved that message. Um, uh, but she, we lost her again. That's all good. Um, we'll try it again sometime. Oh, she's back. Hello? You know, I'm having a hard time with the Zoom. Maybe I should... Um, it's all right. It's all right. We're wrapping you know up what? here. Maybe I should um, come back. Yeah, I, I hear is you, there an episode? Is there an episode next week, or is there uh Or is that it? Yeah, so um, what? let's... Yeah, Ellie, thanks, thanks for... Thanks for coming in. We'll let you go uh, for this time. Thanks for coming on and being a guest. And uh, we encourage everybody to check out Ellie's stuff on Instagram. It's very cool. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, Ellie. Yeah, it was so nice to have you on. Yeah, it was really fun. And we'll be in touch. All right. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Sorry to leave early. I'll be listening, though. This is a great podcast. I'll be listening. It's all good. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks. Um, so Ellie's camping, so it's made it kind of hard. She, she wanted it, you know, I talked to her and she said she wanted to do it this week and I said, oh, if you want to try it, we can try it. So 
We tried it. It's all right. I, hopefully the... Oh, I, I got to tell her how to send me the files, but um, <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty much the end of the show. Um, uh, some guy, <laughs> some young boy came on and, like, did... Uh, it was like, where did this Sebastian? kid... Sebastian? Yeah, Sebastian was like... I was, was like, dying what? over <laughs> I was just, like... Yeah, they just put him on and they were like, what yeah. are you... Like, what's up? He's like, nothing. Yeah, so th- like, just chilling. it seemed like he just ended up in that Zoom, then didn't know what was going on. Like I could he was be wrong in the about wrong that. podcast Zoom. Yes, yes, he was in the wrong Zoom. But and he I, stayed it, anyway because it seemed funny. It reminded me last week I I had said or we had said we there should be maybe a side chat calling where you get randos that pop in because it is kind of fun. I know that was kind of silly, but it was good just for Tim to be like, all right. It was good for them to laugh at this young boy. I know it's yeah. kind of mean, but. Um, yeah, the randos are good. So keep the randos going. If you look, if it looks like somebody who's going to struggle, get them up there. It's good. Um, uh, we moved to office yeah, hours. Yeah, and there's a guy that's, uh, yeah, we're going after hours. There's a guy that I just want to note, um, a guy called up and said, how you doing? And Tim's patience was low at that point and was just like, you know, do we, can we just get to the, the point here? All right, everybody, uh, PSA, get to the point. Don't ask how you're doing unless it's going to be entertaining in some way. Um, and Tim's daughter got over her fear of sloth, um, which was nice. Tim's off to Montana. That's nice. Um, have fun up there. Welcome to Office Hours After Hours. You are the exclusive members of a very small community. Now that song's getting into my head a lot, just like the city of the day. Um, I have a lot of notes. I think the most, the you know, Justin Gaynor came on, who's um, a guy that maybe we would want to get on the show someday. Um, penalties for re- reusing the cop thing, you know, didn't really lead to anything that uh, interesting. A couple of on cinema fans got engaged and met through the community. That's why I kind of said the tagline, you are the exclusive members of a very small community. Um, <laughs> while Tim was trying to start telling this story about um, the movie he was on, <laughs> uh, Doug, Doug, I think it was Doug, dropped a cool man, like drop in the, like right in the beginning of it. It made me fucking laugh. I just, I just laughed. Tim had a big sigh. I think I laughed because Tim was just like, for fuck's sake, just let me. Can I just tell a story? <laughs> and uh, that I always like that when Can't it gets to with that those point. Those two behind you on computers. Yeah, no, that's it's got. It could get frustrating. I, I wonder how it sounds in his headset. Um, they, yeah. So then we get to this story about Tim realizing that he's working on a movie with Mel Gibson's sons. Uh, Carl, you did a little research. What what tells about this movie? Yes. So Tim will be playing as. Steve Danick in the movie Manifest West, which is on IMDb, scheduled okay. for 2021 as a drama, and it is detailing the coming-of-age story told through the eyes of a young girl whose family spirals out of control after they decide to live off the grid. Uh, <laughs> seems promising. Tim said that he was holding a machine gun and... Yeah. As I look at the cast, he's the like I don't know anyone else on there. So, um, what really what this made me think was, you know, the fucking nepotism is so obnoxious with the you know like every like Tim just thinks he's going to do like some indie movie, um, that he gets offered some gig. He goes out there and it's fucking Mel Gibson's sons. Like, come on, give somebody else a chance, Mel Gibson's sons. Actually, I'm so interested because, all right, this is really weird, but I checked IMDb again, and his name's not listed here anymore. Shut up. It's not on. I don't see him here. You saw it before? Yes. It is. Yeah, it's still with Milo Gibson as David Hayes and still directed from a Louis Gibson, but I don't see Tim Heidecker's name on here anymore. That's oh my so god! They maybe they listened to it and they took it off. I have no idea. Wow. Well, we're gonna have to get to the bottom of that. I'm gonna have to send a message or something. But that's IMDb. Uh, I don't think tells lies, right? His yeah, IMDb doesn't oh, lie. Wow. But but I do think the, the the filmmakers do have the ability to go and change things on there. But I thought that I thought the change process takes longer. I don't know. 
but I'm, I was, make movies myself, and this thing bums me out to hear that the Gibson sons are making a movie. I, I have to scrap together budgets, and it's it's a, it's a fucking hard thing. And my my dad's not a famous fucking racist, so um, you know, kind of a bummer um, to hear that. And um, you know, maybe they'll maybe this caused some uh, caused a stir. He seemed a little uncomfortable about it. Um, yeah. Um, we get to Beatles trivia, which, uh, get out of here. You know, I'll continue to say you have a whole podcast for the Beatles stuff. People don't, you know, you listen to the other podcasts. We need to try to stump the buff, like talk about just putting a fucking, just slowing down the whole show that, yeah. and then a guy, then a guy with a guitar right after that. Those are the two things in after hours, Beatles talk and guitar talk or guitar playing or guitar or Dylan shit. talk. Where we end with the, I'm even uh, I'm even okay with Dylan because I haven't heard that much about it and you know this is the last kind of bit of that I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm I'm glad Doug was like get the guitars. I'm glad he said he doesn't like the guitars on Zoom either. Um, one of the yeah one of these last things here. Tim says, uh, you know he wrote this really thoughtful letter on saturday which i i like these notes on saturday i think that's one of the coolest things about being a patreon member is you get this little insight that's very personal and you can tell it's well thought out and cared about and you know people i agree with tim i'm sorry i just agree that people going on there and just like shitting on it or or trying to be negative is just totally defeats the purpose you're paying money to like you're paying five dollars a month to because you obviously support this show and is that the place on Tim's like personal thing to like he's like talks real, uh, you know, just real honestly and openly. And it's just not the not the fucking time to do yeah. that. So he's putting himself fuck. out there and yeah, he's not really looking for opinions. He's just looking to share information and his thoughts. Sure. It's not supposed to be a conversation. And if yeah. it is, then, you know, there's a time and a place for it. So I know he said he was half kidding, but you know what, Bailey? Get get out of here with that. Screw you. Um, I would be fine with banning people if they're going to bring negative, you know, stuff to the table. That's yeah. just, I'm curious who, like, who's going to be the first to get banned because I feel as if it's going to happen. I feel as if on several occasions recently they just keep getting hit with people calling that are yeah. not quite yeah. on. Listen, board I, I don't mind a get negative caller that can call in. Like, th- this led to a good, like, Ooh, the rant almost got going. Like Tim was yeah. almost there at Fear Furious. So bring it on. Like I like it during the call, but like hitting up Tim's, you know, hitting up that nice letter he sends is just fucking stupid. So uh, then Tim somehow um, transitioned to talking about how his kid uh, is starting to play video games, which then transitioned real nicely into our next caller, who was Carl from Philadelphia. On the line, man, I was shocked. I was, you know, I don't watch the, they, they they talked about it earlier about like if you're, you know, I think before that actually somebody was on that he took the call and she had her camera off. And, um, you know, that's what I did last week. I had my camera off and I was not ready to go on. And um, so that's a, but Carl was ready to go. He finally on, audio's working. Uh, they teed it up. Here we go. The big question. Drum roll for Carl. And, um, well, Carl, you asked to tell a good college story. Is that the way you wanted it to go, Carl? Did you, was it a more advanced situation? I feel like it had to have been. All right. So I went to where Tim went to school, and I've grown up there, and I just know that area. And he had a story how, I think, I forget which song. The one, uh, I think, Streets of Philadelphia, Bruce Springsteen song was playing in his dorm. And I thought yeah, during, that during orientation. Just, yeah, I thought he could just open up with another college story. but Okay. You just wanted to hear it. some college days stuff because you went there and it's, it's personal And just you. the city as a whole. Like if he said, oh, I used to go here and do this. I'm like, oh, like I know where that is. Like I have a visual map of everything. Uh-huh. Philly having gone to where he went and still living here knowing the lay of the land um but it's all good i mean like i said in the other episode like the build-up was I, too I'm much able to ask it's gonna be dumb so. yeah the build the build-up was too strong for that kind of casual question 
where I think if you would have just got on someday, you would have been like, hey, Tim, I went to the same school as you. I was just wondering if... Uh, I don't know if I even mentioned that. I think I was just like, uh, yeah. yeah uh, 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 let me just... <laughs> it's uh, tough. Say it's something. tough. <laughs> you, get on the, you get on the horn. You got to be ready to go. Now you can, you know, we're judging everybody that comes on, but I yeah, was eating there. Oreos. Eating Oreos. Ready. You weren't ready. Well, I was at Matt, like the last 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, like show's winding down. I don't I know. I was, I was wondering. I was wondering if they were going to have you on, so... Um, yeah, shout out Matt for putting me on. That was yeah, cool. they. I was gonna message him, but they they started sending in the the boo drops, <laughs> which made me laugh. But it kind of lightened lightened the mood there. Um, for what? During your question. Dur- during your during your question. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> it was like boo. Yeah, that's, okay. that's uh. So it was it was again you got ripped a little bit. Um, but then uh. <laughs> so what? So. All right, so then tell me about this tattoo. You said this was all like attached. Like now, can yeah. you tell me the tattoo story now? Yeah, sure. All right, we can do that. So on Temple's campus, there's this one area there um, that's just like pretty much where the skaters hang out. It's right on like the main street and the beginning of campus. And mm-hmm. this is just a statue that's there at that square where like when my sister went to Temple, that was one of the first things I saw. So like it was always like, there and always about that spot of like where I met my friends that I'm friends with now and this is like nine years ago um and I still go back and skate there because just the lay of the land and it's hard to explain skate spots and their importance but that place is important to me so I have it yeah well I mean there's there's maybe a there's maybe a you know you could have done like a visual question where you said Tim do you know what this is? Do you think it's? He it's, wouldn't have gotten it. He wouldn't have gotten it. He would have. Not he might have known. known. He might have known. Like, do you know where the skaters hang out? Like, there must have been skaters back then too. Uh, um, I don't know. Skating was years, years, but it would be. I mean, it, it's still it's probably the, probably game. early two thousands. I would guess was when he was in you know late nineties. Um, oh, I don't that's know. Because like, he's yeah late nineties. There would have been. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe skating is. I has gotten mid, bigger again. I don't know. But anyway, um, question was too hyped up, and yeah. A little too hyped up, but made sense. Um, we were glad we got that out of the way. The mystery is over, um, and I just want to call out Doug because he said we're going to talk about the moment that he's talking about right now. So he he wanted us to mention. Um, he didn't really say anything. He just said, "I'm just going to say something right now, so the guys will talk about this on the show." <laughs> so I'm talking so about it. Recap him we're, talking we're, about the recap. Yeah, he's yeah. He just uh, I LOL'd that a little bit. Um, and here we are. He's getting he, he's getting meta. Um, you're building the layers of this thing. I'm glad he listens. It did seem like Carl, or it did seem like Tim. Maybe maybe didn't really listen to the podcast, or maybe he gave it like a little, just like a little taste or something. He he had a lot of things to say. I'm wondering if maybe. Maybe just Matt or maybe Matt. Like, oh, it maybe, sounds half decent. Well, maybe but, uh, Matt. Yeah, maybe Matt or somebody like kind of told him. Like, I don't know. I He's reading from they... a script, like the ads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because he seemed kind of unaware of what. Like, he seemed suddenly kind of unaware about things. But um, I'm I'm sure that's the least of his worries. Um, hey, if if they listen, that's cool. Again, this yeah. is just a place to talk about it because there aren't any. Absolutely. Others. We appreciate it. We want to have all those guys on. I would love to have Doug on. Oh, they're not coming on. They're not coming on, but I'm not yet. Not yet. Doug, I know Doug's listening. So yeah, they have an off week. I I don't think he's going to Montana next week. I'm going (laughs) to see if we can get somebody on from the show to hear a little bit about it. It might be fun to talk about it. I mean, wouldn't it be really interesting to hear like how Doug preps and just like what what it's you know I don't know. I just think it would be interesting to know some of these. I want to know more about Matt. I feel as if Matt never gets any shine. Matt, yeah, no, Matt's gonna give a give us a lot of insight, um, and Matt is gonna be on the show at some All point, right. so we'll try to get him going. There's hope. Uh, that was basically the end of the show. They talked about this Kmart song, which is to bring it full circle, the song they used in the beginning coming on. I liked it too. I noted it. I guess archive.org is the place where you can find these Kmart tapes, October 1989. Maybe I'll try to track that down and play it for this. Um, and uh yeah that's that's basically it um we didn't get to zelda this week carl um i don't know what happened but didn't come up 
I mean, Tim's kid is playing video games, and um, but then I, I came I, on afterwards, so it was pretty much a segue. Yeah, you, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. We did get our video games, Carl, kind of connection. Talked about the uh, game, gamer gaming headset and all that. Um, so yeah, we're taking a week off, um, or they're taking a week off, and we're gonna see if we can still do a show. It'd be fun to kind of talk to some of these other guys and not have a whole show to have to recap. So maybe we'll reach out to those guys. Uh, if not, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Um, Carl, anything uh, anything you want to add to the end of this sucker? Take care. Don't blow off uh, too off many fireworks. Yeah, don't blow Stay off any safe. fireworks. Um, thanks to Ellie for stopping by. Shout out, Ellie. That was awesome. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Ellie. We're going to discuss whether... Um, you know, we want this kind of uh, third kind of entity around during the show. I thought it was a good energy. It was kind of a bummer that the, the audio wasn't great. But um, overall, it felt nice to kind of bounce it around a little bit. So we'll discuss it, Carl. And um, we'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Take uh, care, all. Take care. See you. Have a good week. Happy uh, 4th of July. <laughs>